Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are live tonight on the True Grit Podcast. Time to drop the hammer. I am your host, Shane Davis, former IMCA modified national champion, and my sidekick, Pat Moore. Pat, how you doing? I'm doing great, sir. Nice yeah. to be here. Yeah, a lot of rain this uh, last weekend. You know, it's been raining everywhere. Okay. Yeah. We got our guest on here tonight, Andy Nezwerski. Andy, how you doing? We're doing well. How are you doing, Shane? Pretty good. Had a good run last night, second yep. place. Yep, right. came up a little short, but it was a good run. Last night, East Moline Speedway, Gary Webb picks up his 520th career feature run. How do you like that? That's absolutely amazing. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. 72 years old, and he's still dropping the hammer and getting it done. Yep, without a doubt. Uh, anything on the national scene that uh, you want to talk about this week, Pat? Oh, you know, despite all the rain, a lot of racing action. There was the, unfortunately, the Lucas Oil late models rained out all weekend, but that let some guys do a little bit of traveling. Uh, the World of Outlaw late models ran the Firecracker 100 at Lernerville both uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Brandon Shepard finally broke out of his quote-unquote slump, even though he's leading the point standings. He won on, on Thursday night. Uh, Brandon Overton maintained his status as the hottest late model driver in America. He won both uh, Friday night and took home the thirty grand on uh, on Saturday night as well. All right. Yeah, outstanding racing. Uh, Bishop still maintains the point lead over Smoking Madden. Smoking Madden actually led, I think, forty laps, something like that. Saturday night, it was one heck of a race. And uh, in the Hell Tour is actually traveling through the Midwest right now. All right. Trying to fight the rain a little bit, but yep. running, they ran LaSalle, they ran Sycamore. Okay. Um, I think Brian Shirley uh, picked up both of those mains on uh, at Sycamore, and I don't know if you guys have ever run that track. It's a neat little track kind of by DeKalb, Illinois. Yeah. Um, I may know the unofficial track record holder there. Oh, track. boy. Yeah. I like we actually, that. We actually ran a sprint car exhibition there once. I like that. Uh, Brian Shirley won, and um, Bobby Pierce ran second at there on, I think that was Saturday. Great. And then they got rained out. Uh, no, that was Friday. And then they got rained out on both Saturday and Sunday, unfortunately. Local scene, what do we have? Uh, Friday night, Davenport, Donaldson, both rained out. Saturday, it was uh, Maquoketa Speedway, 34 Raceway, and in Independence, Iowa, all rained out. Sunday, Dubuque, Vinton, and uh, had rained out. But East Moline was able to get them in. So, great uh, night for racing. Yep. Hey, we want to let you know you can check out all the complete racing results at iowaracingnews.com and Pat. We want people to share. That's right. Make sure you like and share. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and also Spotify. Please, if you haven't already, like and share. Um, hit the like button. Smash the like button. I love saying that. Smash the like button. And share. It helps us. It helps racing. Uh, and that's what we're here for, Shane. Uh, like I like to say, we, we race all weekend uh, so we can talk about it on Monday. Good. Good. Hey, before we get to uh, our sponsor... Thursday night coming up this week, July 1st. That's Thursday. We're going to have the Summer Nationals Hell Tour rolling through Davenport Speedway. We'll also be running IMCA late models, modifieds, and street stock. Pit gates will open at 1 o'clock. Grandstands open at 4 o'clock. And we're going to have hot laps at 630. Uh, 5,000 win for the UMP late models. Adults are 25 to get in the front gate. Uh, kids pit pass 20. Adult pit pass 40. And we're going to have fireworks after the races. That's a double whammy. July 4th. Right I know, man. That's a double whammy. I think it's they be great. Wednesday night up in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. I love that track. And then, and then Thursday night here. All right. Uh, today, for the very first time, we have a sponsor. Are your gutters clogged? Is your driveway getting dirty? Do you need something sprayed down? Look no further than Aquaman 
Power Washing, offering affordable detail pressure washing services that range from home to audio and commercial needs. Aquaman Power Washing, applying the pressure, and more on Aquaman later on in the show. So, Andy, you're our guest tonight. We are elated to have you here tonight. And last night, I uh, came home with a second-place run up at East Moline. Before they had that last restart, man, you pulled up next to Webb, going down a back stretch, you're side-by-side, and I thought, oh, boy, Gary knows he's up there now. And so when they had that last restart of the evening, you were running the center, he was on the bottom, he came in and he took the center. And you being a gentleman, you moved up and gave him plenty of room. Yep. And No, I, I knew I had one shot to get by him. I mean, when you're racing a crafty veteran like uh, Gary, I mean, I showed him the nose, the yellow come out, and I'm like, well, that was the race. I mean, I was going <laughs> to give her one more shot, but he moved up that half a car and got me up into the rougher stuff. He, he did exactly what any racer would have done. And, and right. uh, I tell you what, though. Um, it's impressive to watch. Uh, at 72, I still hope I'm walking, let alone I know. wheeling a car like he is. And, you know, he got that kryptonite going. Last year we were talking a little bit, uh, and this year, and, and that thing's on kill. Yeah. And it's uh, it's exciting to watch him go because you can tell he's got the – he's calmer in the pits, but he's got the fire on the track. And, he, you know, at 72, uh, it's impressive. And I figured, you know, if there, nobody better to finish second to, and I figured the place might have – might come over and burn me down if I passed him. So I figured probably, no, I mean, he, he had me covered. No excuses. I mean, he, he had the fastest car. Uh, the fast guy won the race. And like I said, no guy better to finish second, too. I've got all the respect in the world. When I moved down here and started racing at West Liberty in 2001, he would come over every night and talk to me, say, hey, good race. And he's been, you know, that was when he was calmer. You know, that was right after he won that national championship. Right. But, Gary's been nothing but respectful. I ever need something welded or whatever, he's, uh, you know, he's, right he's, he's a great guy. So, so hey, tell us, Andy, uh, you started out up in Wisconsin, and you were running street stock up there initially? Yeah, so I'm from Ironwood, Michigan. So yeah. raced out of Ironwood, Michigan, born and raised up there. Uh, my mom and dad are still up there. Um, and raced at Ashland, Wisconsin. That was my home track. Okay. Uh, raced up there in Superior, um, Cedar Lake, Marsh, Marshfield. I just shut down, but then we went up to Colby and all through that area. But, yeah, I started with uh, – I built a brand-new street stock between my freshman and sophomore year of college. Wow. It was an old 81 so, Monte Carlo yeah. that I brought up to Pats of Drake up on Eagle River, and uh, we put that thing together. And third night out ever in the car, we won. So wow. we were out in the middle of nowhere up in Colby, Wisconsin, and that track's no longer there. There's a interstate going through there now. Oh, but, uh, man. But, uh, yeah, so we've uh, I've been very fortunate. Like, first time out – yeah. We were up passing for second or third, not knowing any better. I spun the guy out, so a little <laughs> bit over-anxious. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's fun. I guess it, it's an addiction that's it that, is, that, that I've been go, doing since, I guess, uh, 1995 is when it was my first uh, year. You know, Pat and I sit here, and, I mean, we're, you know, I'm not, I'm not racing anymore. I haven't raced since 2000 or 2001, I think it was. Pat has still got a sprint car sitting in his garage. Yes, I do. So one of these days, you might surprise us to jump behind the wheel of that thing you know, and go for a ride. I was planning on it Friday night. Oh, you were. I was. And I we was got rained on out. Friday night. But yeah. But Mother Nature had other plans. So, yeah, I got something in the works. And as soon as I get that taken care of, we're going we're gonna to get that get that car back out. So Good. I actually got a brand new car that we're putting together as a backup car. All right, man. Yeah, I want to see that thing. Car. Yeah, it's going to be All right. Fun. So, Andy, uh, you know, around here, we're in IMCA country. Yep. And up there, is that Wissota Country? That's Wissota. Yep, Wissota, so I run okay. Wissota 
street stock for that year. Then next year, like I said, I had to go to an internship. So, yeah. uh, who got me started in racing? Steve Budman Anderson. Uh, I used to go over there. My dad sponsored him. He had uh, bread trucks and a barrel of fun um, chip route, and oh, he, yeah. he sponsored a I lot of cars. That. And he had tasty bread and. And I used to ride my bicycle across town and paint wheels and paint bumpers. And that's kind of how I got started. And then I started going to the track. And then when I was in welding class, I built uh, my race car trailer. I still have it. It's at my parents' house that, yeah. to, to haul the car. And that's really how I got started. And then oh, man. he got married, had some kids. And uh, he says, I still got this motor. You put a car together. So he gave me my first motor. And and uh, I've been spending money ever since. Oh, man, I know how it goes. It's an addiction. It, you know, I can tell you, it doesn't matter if you're – and I've been out of it for all these years now, and and you know you still got that desire out there watching yeah. these guys wheel them around the racetrack, and you're just like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. Yep. And uh, so then you moved into the pro stock, wh yep. what we so, would call pro stock. Yeah, but pro stocks, which up there it's a super stock. So okay. I uh, traded my street stock for a old leaf spring car. Okay. It was a it's a Droid square tube leaf spring car. I run that for a couple of years, and I tell you, it was miserable. I, yeah. I was terrible. Really? I just uh, I could never get it to go, but I didn't know really what I was doing. I yeah. just I wasn't good, you know. And uh, I'm like, man, uh, you know, I got I kind of got spoiled. I come out of the gate with that street stock, and we won quite a bit. And I think we ended up seventh or eighth in the national uh, standings that year, you know, as uh, as a as a rookie. So we did yeah. well. And then I come into that, and I took a year off, like I said, for college. And I come back and I would work all week and then I would drive up home and I would race on Saturdays, okay. work on a car on Sunday, then drive seven hours back. And sometimes oh I'd leave at midnight and then just drive into work in the morning. But yeah. that's when I was younger and I could handle that. But <laughs> yeah. I could never see doing that now. Hey, if you got any questions for Andy, I want to uh, make sure you, uh, you know, type in a question you got. And we'll get to them, you know, at some point in the show. And we're looking here. Okay. Hey, how about somebody says, how about Webb last night? So uh, if you got any questions uh, for Andy, let us know. And Andy, I've given a lot of race drivers nicknames. Do you have a nickname yet? No, I mean, really back home, I was just known as Nez. I mean, really, that was, it. That was uh, you know, kind of my dad's nickname and just right. short for the last name. I mean, we talked a little bit, you know, Matt Fulton gave me the that nickname when I moved down here. I, so I raced and then I. 2001 i raced for uh highland phillips he asked me to come and race actually i was teammates with fred rimley now uh, andy roll the clock back a little bit the people that are out there right now they hear highland phillips yep. but that was the phillips brothers that always ran mopars up in uh yep. west liberty and yep. you know yep. up in that market and they had beautiful cars yep and steve kepler drove one of the cars steve uh, kepler for, drove uh, kevin's which would have been yeah his yeah. nephew yep so that's the Phillips story. Yes. And yep. how did you hook up with them guys? So, uh, like I said, when I moved down here, so I was back and forth and went to work for Genesis, and I met Fred Rimley there. Yeah. Um, and uh, he started driving for um, Highland. Okay. And he and he'd had drove previously for Kevin Phillips, where I keep my car now. And so I got to know Kevin, and then I got to know Highland just helping Fred because I was needed my race car fixed down here when my okay. race car was at home. So I'd go to West Liberty and – we were testing one day, and Fred had his personal car, and then he had a Highlands car. They were testing that. I think it was Columbus Junction, and we turned a few laps, and then I was going to quit because I got sick of driving back and forth. I just put a new body on my – so then I built two new uh, super stocks back home two years in a row, and 
had a lot of success with those. I just got sick of driving. Got rid of leaf springs, but and I went to coilover cars, and we were very. They're they're called affordable race cars out of Sock Rapids, Minnesota. Really? Okay. And uh, had a lot of success in those. Um, and then I'm like, I, I can't do driving home anymore with work, and so I, I was going to put it up for sale, and I bought a new snowmobile. I'm like, I'm going to snowmobile. I'm going to relax. <laughs> I literally had the snowmobile in the back of my truck. I bought it from that Mills Marine down in. Muscatine in the fall, okay. I went over there and Highland says, hey, uh, I got a motor and a drive chain. You supply a chassis. So that's how it started. So I got on the <laughs> phone it. and called out the master's bill and I ordered a new B car when uh, Steve Boley has won in all those races Race, when he had 26 that 26 car, car yeah. and he won a ton of races, not just Alpha around Ford. here. But, yeah. Yep, he had a big Ford in it and uh, when he raced for Ron Elpin. And yeah. so I ordered a B car and uh, we... Fred and a bunch of us put that we put that thing together in like three weeks and then oh, uh, we went out and put a, a big never been in a late model put an open motor in it with a 390 on it went out to West Liberty now that's a big fast race track. big yeah. change man but uh, we there was that's back when there was 40 50 cars at a weekly right. show we were running two B main features with you know Ray Gus Jr. and yeah. Bowley would come in and out every so often and you there, had there wasn't anybody slow up there no no you, you made the feature I was happy. It was we a good made night. the feature the first night. We we passed Matt uh, Matt Furman actually to get in the show, but and wow. uh, but yeah, that was I got. If you got a, if you were on the front stretch at West Liberty, you did something. Yeah, you know, funny thing about oh, Liberty yeah. was they, uh, you know, it was one of those tracks where back in the day, you know, Davenport Speedway is the hot track right now, but back in the day, Liberty was the place to be. Well, that was the event we used to call it. It the was, event, man. Yeah. It was kind of like. Everything shuts. It's like when there's a Packer game back home, the whole town shuts down, man. When they're hold it, you know. He said the dirty word. Yeah, yeah. That's you know that's the nice thing about the small town racetracks like that. Yeah. But you know what? If you jumped right in on the big track, so tell us about that. Tell us about like your first time. So was it the first time in in that car? Was that first time I ever turned a lap in that car, a late model period? Wow. So yeah. Wow. So yeah, it, it was uh, a little nerve wracking, but you know what? It's like anything. It's like. Uh, it's riding a bicycle just faster. Yep. So I mean, once you got in it, and but wow. I tell you what, I hated that car. I'm not gonna lie. That thing would, <laughs> that thing would go like heck one week. I'd wash it, and it was terrible the next. It was the yeah, most. Shouldn't wash it. It was the most inconsistent <laughs> car I ever had, and man, there Come was on. nights I just wanted to drive that thing into the. But Come third, on, Andy, tell us how you really. Oh, I hated right. that thing. But you know how? If you ever notice, you don't go in on the high side in three in West Liberty. I learned right. that the third night out. Oh, I'm like, man. why is everybody going in so slow in the bottom? Well, young kid, I hauled her off in there on the top, and there went the rear clip. Yeah. Boom, boom yeah. in the fence. That, you know, they got like a shelf up high. Oh, yeah. Man, all of a sudden, you get off the bank, and you get on that shelf, and it's see. like, baby, yeah. hang yeah. on. Yeah, oh, yeah, we cranked the wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tony Stewart fixed it for us. We went down there and he pulled it over, you know, that down in Washington. But yeah. Right. Yep. You know what? I'm going to tell you what, back in the day, old Tony Stewart, he was uh, he was the hot ticket. Yeah, yep. they Drove said. number 17. He had like these 421, you know, motors are putting in those things. And I believe back in that day, they had made a, uh, you know, an agreement with the local bank in Washington, Iowa, where you could go there and finance and get a brand new late model and make payments on it. Okay. I mean, is that... Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's something else. That's never my kind do, of bank that, right Never there. doing racing. Yeah. <laughs> that won't pan out. Oh boy. Hey, here we go. Somebody says dirty word, and he put the bears. <laughs> so, hey, and if you guys come up with a nickname for Andy, remember I'm going to be over there behind the mic Thursday night at Davenport. So, uh, you give us a nickname, get it posted on there, and we'll see what we can do. 
So, Andy, let's ask you uh, your best moment in racing to date. What what would that be? Because you've had a lot of good uh, moments. Yeah, yeah, I think probably that that first feature is pretty hard to beat. Back, you know. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. I mean, there was probably any on any given night six to twelve of my close high school buddies, and you know we were all within you know four or five you know years of age and. Yeah, we all went to the racetrack. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. and we just had so much fun. Sometimes we'd leave on Friday and not come home till Sunday. Sure, you know, it's living and, the and, life. And to have have all your buddies not really have a care in the world. You know, what I mean, we we'd work work all day and then we go work on the car all night. And you know, we might even indulge in a couple of beverages later that night. All right, but you know, we just we had a lot of fun, and yeah. I think that was that was pro. It's hard to beat that first win, but I mean, there's a lot of. A lot of other ones, but that first win's probably was pretty right was pretty exciting. Okay, now mom and dad got to be Packers fans too, then. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You know what? Packer fan of Detroit Red Wings. Uh, make a note. We got to ask a question before we invite anybody on the show. That mm-hmm. should be that's a checkbox. That's right, checkbox. Yeah. Packers fan. They're no good. Yeah. <laughs> and the Red Wings. Yeah. You know, Andy, I was just starting to like you yeah, too. Was, yeah. Right. I mean, Come on. Yeah. You, you know, and the funny thing about it is, you got to feel pain for Pat and I. We've had like. <laughs> 28 quarterbacks in the last, you know, 15 years We've or had two. 20 years, and the Packers have had two. Did you, see, did you hear him They're go trying right, to work right on the, three right, right now? You don't know what Aaron's going to do. You just don't right know. Right for the jugular. Yeah, well. I mean, when's the drop dead date? Like July 1st or? Oh, he's not going anywhere. Uh, you know it. You know what he did? Going anywhere. He's just teasing the Bears fans. That's right. You know, we're sitting That's there right. saying, oh, my God, we got a chance. There's hope. Yeah. And then, you know, he's just going to. Stick it to us like he does every year. <laughs> if he really wanted to stick it to the Packers, he would come play for the Bears. Yeah. I'm just like Favre went to the Vikings. They thought they. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm telling you, he made it all the way to the championship game. That's right. And you remember uh, that year, New Orleans had the pay-for-play deal. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they, yeah. they were paying players X amount of money. If you take out Favre, mm-hmm. man, they took him out. Yeah. And no, he, I, he won a lot of games. So I, and I have a ton of respect for the yeah. Packers. Yeah. I, somehow my son ended up a Packers fan. How, I'm uh, not sure. I think I dropped him on his head. when he was <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> oh, you know what, though? So we joke about Bears, and we'll get back to racing. But, um, you know, I've gotten so frustrated with the Bears that I actually told him last year, that's it, I quit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to transfer. And so I said, you know what, I'm officially going to become a Packers fan. So he gives, me, he gives me crap about it every single day. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, you know what? Part of being a Bears fan and a Cubs fan, hey, we won the World Series in uh, 16. But really, all the bandwagon jumpers have jumped back off. And the people that are watching the Cubs right now are true Cubs fans. And yep. I love the That's Cubs. Right. And, you know, we've been to uh, St. Louis games. We've been to Cubs games. Remember, uh, you know, the Cubs are playing down in St. Louis. And, you know, we enjoy that stuff. Yeah. So, Andy, what would you say would be your worst moment in racing? Oh, you know, we've all had there was, heights. There was multiple times, like, I finally, I guess a good note but is I finally won that track championship a few years ago, but there was multiple times, multiple years back home in Ashland that I just won my first title there a couple, three years ago at Makokota, but it was, you know, leading, going and halfway through the feature, yeah. flat tire, you know, uh. you know uh, break, you know, break something. It just seemed like. It would never come, you know. Yeah. It would just never come, and I think those were the you put all that heart and soul and effort into it, and then right. just something a five dollar part normally, you know, normally costs you those yeah. those those championships. But you know what? We just <sighs> uh, come back at her and yeah, try come again. back and do it again. Yeah. 
Well, I remember, and, uh, and I think that's kind of why we decided on the the calling the show True Grit yeah. is because so you know if it's easy everybody do it yeah. you know it's but, a humbling but sport it is it is and it really takes that grit that that determination to stick with it when it's like when you go you know it'd be so easy to throw up your hands and say yep. you know what Uncle yep. I, I you win yep. you win here that's it I'm selling everything hey somebody here's got the Buffalo Bandit that's <laughs> our first nickname we're gonna. Look at all these ads and show them. We'll uh, pick one out. I'm not in Buffalo no more. So yeah, you're not in Buffalo. Where are you at now, Andy? I moved to Bluegrass. Bluegrass. Yeah, so it's going to have to be the Bluegrass Bandit then. It's been, uh, <laughs> been uh, there you go. Yeah, Terrell Lane again. Ain't that what they call him? Yeah, I think there so. you go. But, yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, it's been busy. busy spring. We bought a different house and moved. And Very oh, nice. Man. So it's been it's been busy. We're finally getting settled in. We're trying to get everything ready because we're having Garrett graduated. So... We have that coming up here in a few weeks. His graduation party, all the family's coming down. So. And where is he going to college? He's going to go to St. Ambrose. Okay. L- Locust Street University. And got a scholarship. That's what we're calling him. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Hey, hey, a degree. That's a joke degree. with him, but yeah, but no, uh, LSU. Look but at yeah, that. Yeah, so that was, you know, back Very when nice. he was playing travel yeah. ball. I mean, that Very was nice. uh, when they won one of, the, one of one of their titles. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was. It's cool to see, like I tell everybody, you know, sure. I race a lot, but your kids are only going to be young once, and, uh, you know, that's we right. spend a lot of time doing that, and that's why we backed it down a little bit. He's only a senior once. It just sucks. He uh, was pitching there a few weeks ago and, you know, uh, tore a tendon in his right elbow. We just got that diagnosis this week. But uh, he'll come back. He's going to go play, uh, you know, at Ambrose. Coach is on board. Very cool. uh, he's going to pitch for them, and he's going to go into mechanical engineering. So. Very cool. So, Andy, does that mean Tommy John sur- surgery for so him? So, we're going to – they got him in a brace. Uh, okay. They're going to wait six weeks, do some physical therapy. All right. They think they can get it to heal, but if not, that's probably what that's it would what be. Which we have a lot of uh, players in the MLB that that's uh, right. you know, have had it and they come back. That's what he wants right away because then he's like, oh, I can throw faster. I'm like, I don't think that's really <laughs> what you want. Yeah, they got that down to a science yeah, now that, but I that think it's they so can fix it and it, it doesn't – Harley is a speed bump in, in yeah, even so a young kid's career. So. We were very concerned. I mean, it's just heartbreaking for him because they've got a good team, you know, this year. And, I mean, that's all he wanted to do was, you know, he sat there and said, that's all I really want to do is take my team to the state, you know. But he said, hey, now you got to be a coach and a cheerleader. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. that's what you got to do. And there's a lot of things in life that aren't fair, and this is just one of many. So yeah. you're going to have to, yep. you know, suck it up and deal with it. You hate to be that way, but that's yeah. just life. You yep, know? I hear you. I have actually have two sons, and that's why when I'm not on the show, it's uh, we actually are supposed to be having our, our league all star game tonight. Okay. But fortunately, it got rained out. I actually had that had that Dad, uh, don't put say off on that somebody on the else. Air. I know, right? <laughs> um, and uh, and I have an older son that was uh, that tore his rotator cuff okay. uh, at PV. He's okay. a catcher at PV. Yeah, no, they're they're playing muscatine now. They were up three one when I left. I cooked about 10, 20 nice. burgers, some tenderloins, and brats, oh and God. got everything Very going, nice. and watched uh, the first. Four or five innings, and then I scooted over here from the complex. So hopefully Very they nice. won their first one. You got doubleheader tonight if the, if the rain holds off. So all right. Hey, where did your number come from, Andy? Number seven. That's my favorite number. So, so seven comes from way race. So it was actually my hockey number, but okay. it actually goes back farther, which I found out later, which is kind of neat. Is my dad's uncle Jerry Corder raced years back the old coops, oh, and he man. was number seven. Oh, and we have man. some old VCR tapes that we watched that were it's pretty neat. So it, yeah. they used to uh, he won a lot of races, and he actually died of Lou Gehrig's disease. 
Oh boy! But uh, I didn't. I really didn't get to know him. He was already in a wheelchair. But my dad told me he was a great guy, and he was. Uh, yeah. He was a wheel man back in the day. He actually had two cars, but I think seven and eleven. Okay. But he reigned the number seven, and and uh, yeah. He, so that there's a little history there where the seven come yeah. from, and, and and like I said, I played <coughs> hockey all through high school, and you know up through travel hockey, and it was seven. But yeah, there's a little racing history, little history I guess. There. Yep. So that's yeah. where it came that, from, yeah. and I was seven all the time, other than few years there through Fred and I raced together and it was 47 we put our numbers right. together very hey, cool uh well do we have a picture of that 47 car yes we do all right while he's pulling that up please uh viewers online uh please make sure you like and share um hit the smash the like button also share it we're both on Facebook and on YouTube if you uh have not shared it yet please do so it helps us all out hey so Andy we got a question here 47. Here we go. We got the 47, and we're going to ask you while we're looking at that beautiful car. How is the tire shortage affecting Andy? I've got enough. You've got enough. Now, when they talked about now you can groove the tires, is that just mods? Just mods, just not mods. late models. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yep. So I bought a few here, a couple, three, four last week, four, a few more this week. So I'm good on tires right now. So oh, man. That's I don't, great. I don't so want to come up short. I got, I got a few. Did now it kill that, you seeing the pictures of all of the tires left behind at the dream oh yeah, last it's week? Crazy. Yeah. Did you see that infield? Yeah. 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 Wow. It's just crazy. And I realize yeah. there are different tire rules, but yep. Andy, the forty-seven car. So that's the car you're talking about. Yep. That's car. old. That's a. Uh, so I got rid of that B car. I told you I hated, and I bought this car brand new in uh, in two thousand five. It was smack car. Okay. And night and day difference. I raced that car for 10 years. Wow. So uh, that car, uh, that was the ninth year on it there where Fred and I got together and we raced that car. I raced it mainly and he raced it a little bit, but it was his motor and then my car. Okay. And uh, we raced it that year. Then the next year it was actually uh, black with uh, fluorescent yellow. Okay. We went down and raced raced it that car that year and the, and the other year we went down and raced that, that Tuckasee Toilet Bowl Classic. Yeah. Red put his open motor in it, so right. yeah, that's my old smack car right there. So I, I raced raced that for ten years. Very cool. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Dave Walton's watching right now, and Chris Andrews says it's been Nezzy forever. Don't change it now. So maybe I just need to needed to learn that. There you, there go. you go. Start calling you Nezzy. All right, and Slim Roberts uh, says hello. Gus Grip says hello people in there watching right now so that's good yeah. all right uh so andy what's your favorite racetrack i mean you run half mile quarter mile you prefer the short track to the big track and why i like the i like the quarter to three eighths because it's more elbows up uh racing you know i mean those big half miles are there there's a lot of speed yeah but if you don't pass in the first couple laps it gets pretty stretched out especially with the uh, you know more restricted motors, but even with the open motors, I mean yeah. I like uh, I like the action. Um, it's hard to like back home. I ABC is where I grew up, up in Ashland, Wisconsin. So that's sure. it's a three ace semi bank red clay. Yeah, and that's really what I grew up on, you know. And and that I love that track. And I, I go back. I went back with my MC spec motor a couple times against the Wasoda guys, but you're giving about 50 to 80 horse. And that's a lot. So really my next step is what I'm hoping to do in the next year or two is I'd really like to get me a Wasoda motor because you can run that in that Melbourne Bank now or that Hoker, oh, right, Hoker right. truck okay. stuff. So, Because um, that's really what I, I enjoy doing is 
go back home. I have a lot of friends back home. Like I said, my parents are there, and uh, they have a lot of specials that are fun, and it's not that sure. far. I mean, seven hours away. That ain't bad at all. You know, I mean, that's really that's not bad not at all. Bad. So you so. say ABC is your favorite track back home? Yeah. What, what would you say your second favorite track is? Um, you mentioned a couple of them. I would say that's fun. If I'm going back home, Cedar Lake's a blast. I love Cedar, Cedar Lake. Cedar Lake's fun. Um, race there quite a bit. And, you know, and then really around here, I mean, I – a lot of people don't like it, and, and I'm very—I was disappointed when they did get cut us from racing. But Makokata, I couldn't. No kidding. That uh, now that track there, I didn't care what I did to my cars; it just fit my style. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was always good there and enjoyed racing there. I mean, I, and I like East Moline. I like Davenport. Yeah, right. Um, I, I mean, I like all these quarters, but that just seems like I could do nothing wrong at Makokata. Um, yeah. You know, but I think back home it's ABC and Cedar Lake. I raced Superior a lot. Superior nice. was fun, but uh, I like when you can. I like when you it's slow or slick. Um, I don't mind the speed, but I also I just want to be able to race. You All know right. I mean? Give us two, three grooves, and you know, Rick, Ricky now really try hard across the street up here. And you know what I mean? That last time we raced there a couple of Fridays ago, we were three wide. You yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. all you can ask for. That's all you then can it, ask for. Then it's up to us. It's up to us and. Uh, setup guy and a driver you yeah. know and so do you see a lot of the similarities when you're t talking like cedar lake to to makokata no setup there's a lot more speed at cedar yeah. lake cedar lake's bigger yeah. um, a little bit higher bank higher bank um you know uh there's a lot more and it's more clay there's a lot of sand up in makokata yeah but uh but it's fun i mean i had a lot of fun up there we got a little sponsor uh we got to read here our friends from Under the Waves have been sponsoring this episode of True Grit Podcast. And with all the dirt and grit under our wonderful sportsters up, the guys at Aquaman Power Washing are deciding to get their job done right. So starting today is the Aquaman American Sale. Uh, until July 12th, they're giving you 25% off any wash. And if you mention Done Right or the True Grit Podcast, they'll throw in an extra 10%, so that's 35% off. Their regular prices. The services Aquaman can do for you are, but not limited to, houses, decks, patios, driveways, sidewalks, mobile homes, office buildings, storefronts, restaurants, gutters, boats, cars, haulers, and trailers. The Aquaman have the best affordable detailed pressure washing in the Quad Cities, and they are not afraid to apply the pressure. Check out the Aquaman Facebook page. Links above on Facebook. Or on the description for YouTube, just simply type in Aquaman. And you can call at 563-594-8030. And again, that's 563-594-8030. So getting back to racing, racing fuel today is running 9, 10 bucks a gallon, Andy. But you are running the 85. Correct. Tell me about what you got to do to run the 85. I mean, now when we say 85 for the people who are out there listening, that don't know that. I mean, you just roll up to the gas pump and pump E85. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we test it, you know, to make sure it's at 85 because there's a lot of, I think it can be down to 70%. Oh, boy. Um, I think that's what they're allowed up to down to 70. So a lot of the gas stations are in that lower 70, especially in the wintertime. So we got to do a little, uh, you know, searching around. There's a few that have it right there around 85. So it's 85% ethanol. Wow. 5%, uh, you know, just gas. Um, you know, and we're working with the Iowa core producers. Uh, they got us a couple of free barrels of straight ethanol that we can mix with premium. Okay. So they're really trying to support that. That's um, very cool. Actually, the last barrel I had, uh, Gary found it because he put his, his uh, crate motor in his 
red car, his yeah. or his yellow car. Yeah. And he needed some ethanol, and he came by, got a barrel, went out, got it, delivered it back. So I mean, uh, you know, it's nice that we can all work together. And he's sure. like, I, I, talking to a friend from the from the ethanol plant. He says, out here at this FS, it's good. So he come out to the shop and grabbed a barrel and delivered it back. And yeah, so that's, that's what's in the car now. So actually, what so do you see run that stuff? I mean, you're talking about you got to run bigger fuel line, you got to run a different Not, pump. What do you got to do? Nothing much. I just, mean, uh, just the carburetor. The big, so yeah. So the big cost to me was uh, so obviously carburetor, right? Um, which actually the carburetor I had the first year I had the crate motor, I put it on gas. All right. Um, because the membrane inside the fuel cell wasn't made for alcohol or e or ethanol. Okay. And in the those fuel cells in those rocket cars, they run an ATL cell, but they're they're pretty pricey. So I ended up waiting until I um, – so I ended up buying – I got I sold mine, and then I bought one. So that was really – because they were almost 3000 about 3200 bucks for that fuel cell. Wow. So I sold mine and had a new guy buy it when he didn't need the ethanol one, so I bought one, and then I converted the 85 last year. Heck, first time I filled up, it was $0.97 cents a gallon. <laughs> wow. hey, that's so a good I mean, since went up now, it's about breaking us. I think it's two nineteen. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's the way I look at it. You know, and that's that's a pit pass or two pit passes a night. And I sure. mean, we know that you know the promoters can't pay us no more, so we have to figure out a way to make it more economical. And, and that crate it. motor, say what you want uh, between that crate motor and the eighty five, makes it. I mean, we're still only racing for six seven hundred dollars. Like. That's that's a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money what you have invested. You know what I mean? So we got to find yeah. ways to to make it more economical, and that's what I chose to do, and uh, it's worked well. I mean, it's really those were the two things I changed, and that was it. I run the same fuel pressure as regular gas, same pump, everything. Same everything. So last year, you know, when I was watching the guys run the crate motors, it looked to me like you had a little bit of a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. We come out opening night this year. Did you win opening night over yeah. at Davenport? Yep. So when I seen that, I said, uh, you know, and Randy Anderson told me you're running E85, and I said, my God, that might be, you know, just what they were looking for. Yeah, they, they allowed them to go to methanol this year also. Okay. They can run al alcohol, but I chose to stay with the E85 for the cost, and I just, sure. I have everything. I got two carburetors, so, wow. uh, you know, I figured that's where I'm going to stay. And I think, I know, like a uh, track where it's a little stop and go, we might give up a little bit, but, you know, it's as it's as close as I ever could see getting a motor rule to work. Like yeah. you've always seen where they do this motor rule. It seems like there's always a pretty distinct advantage. Right. But I would have to say the way they did it this way, IMCA did it, they got it right. I mean, they did it with the pucks, and if it wasn't right, it's a thirty or forty dollar change in it. But I mean, I think we're close. I mean, Good. we're all gonna lobby for more. I mean, that's just yeah, a natural that's, racer. That's but, a racer. Yeah. But I mean, in all honesty, uh, th they got it right. You know, Randy Meter says, "What's up, Andy?" And uh, let's see, uh, Randy Meter, yeah, what's up, Andy? And Dave uh, says that Dad is watching. Okay, yep, there's my dad. Yep, I like that. All right, so uh, you know, it looked like it was a big equalizer, and then you know, as far as the cost of motors, I remember when uh, Jeff Morris was running open motors, and he had like a thirty-four thousand dollar engine bill one year. Yep, he you broke know, a bunch of them that broke last a year. bunch of them that year. And yep. then they ended up, uh, got his credit card out and ordered a crate motor and stuck it in the car. And, you know, he had the initial cost of buying the crate distributor, fan, yep. headers, all the, yep. the toys you got to have on it. But literally, uh, you know, he said the maintenance was just 
Nothing. Well, I mean, it's so Andy. What do you have for maintenance? So, on the motor, it's not much. Um, you know, that's what's great about it is, uh, I mean, it's pretty much you. Cha I change oil filter every three nights, okay. and I change oil filter and and oil every six nights. And what do you run for oil in those? I just run Mobile One right from Walmart. It's a fit fifteen forty right synthetic, and I when run. It's on the, sale. Yep, when it's on sale for twenty some <laughs> bucks for five quarts, and I run. I go to Green Buick GMC, one of the guys that sponsor me, and I get two cases of the AC Delco filters for three bucks a piece. And, oh, man. And that's nice. what I do. And then, you know, every 20-some nights, Todd takes care of us, you know, at Dynamic Power. He's been great for us, you know, sure. with, the, with the crate motor repair stuff. We haven't had to do much, which is great. But, I mean, he'll, like, valve I'll probably drop it off this week, or he'll come out to the shop, yeah. and he'll put valve springs on it for us. He treats okay. us well. So, I mean. And How many nights do you get out of a set of valve springs? About 20, 25 nights, and That's they're really whopping, I think, 80 or $90. Okay. Versus six, yeah, $700. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I bought that motor from, from Greens right out of the crate. Um, I think it was, I think with tax and everything, it was just over 6000 bucks. Yeah. You have a tag, it's two, three hundred bucks from IMCA. I put it in. We went to Florida and raced. I raced all this year. I haven't had a valve cover off it. All right. Wow. I mean, that's that's what so I mean, with baseball and just life in general, it takes one more thing that you can work on the race car, get it faster. You don't have to worry about setting valves and do right. you know, I mean it's all just, the maintenance we had on the old motors. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh Wilk, I don't know if we got a picture of East Bay uh, raceway, but you went to East Bay this yep. uh, past winter. Tell us a little bit about that, Andy. So that was always on. There it was. So it was always on my bucket list. You know, I've watched it yeah. every year. You know, you get the bug, and I'm like, you know, before I die, I'm going to race in Florida. Oh, man. But, you know, I can never justify. I want to go down there with a chance, you mm -hmm. know, and going down and racing against Bishop and all those guys. It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. So you're, you're just going down there to be a field filler, and that's no fun. So I'm like, you know. This crate deal, that's another reason I like it. I mean, you can race Georgia. You can race anywhere. And uh, my father-in-law said, you know what? Let's get a motor. He says, let's put a new motor in that thing, and we're going to go. So we all we made it a fan. We went down a week early. My father and I drove down, and we watched East Bay, the big guys, and yeah. hung out with them. And then uh, Kevin Phillips drove the car down on the weekend, and wife and kids flew down after work. And, you know, when we went to – Bush Gardens and actually vacation the first half and oh, then uh, and then we raced the second half. I mean, it the results weren't great. Uh, it was definitely a learning curve. Uh, that East Bay is a different. That's a different animal. Different right? animal there. <laughs> uh, with the tide and everything, the way they say it comes in, it affects the track. They're not lying. And I mean that for a little quarter mile track, that play. I've got a. I run a West Liberty gear at East Bay. That tells you anything. That's how wow. fast that Did place that, is. believe that, Pat? Wow. My that God. place is fast. Wow. That is something. I you mean, a lot of wheel spin, but it's fast. I mean, yeah. and it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I so I built that brand new car to go down there. I mean, everything was new. I've been saving and, and buying stuff for two, three years. I sold mm. my other car. Sure. And uh, Mark and the guys took care of me out there and curred up CRE, and it, I buy my cars through him, the rocket dealer there up in Tiffin. Sure. And, and we built that car new and, and really – Everything on that thing was new other than the seat. Wow. Um, and, you know, we went down there, we made it one straightaway, and we got wrecked. Uh. We took the green flag. The guy, the guy, I started, I timed in fourth quick in my group, started fourth row outside, went in the first corner of the front row spun, and 
I hit the fence, and here come the last place car and KO'd the left side flat tire. Boom. So it made oh. one straightaway before we, we broke it in. But you know what? That's racing, and yeah. car shows are over, so it was time to go. There wasn't a straight panel on her when we come back from East Bay. When they say how they tears up cars, yeah. if you see my car now, it's got the East Bay body on yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. But you know what? Uh, I think we're going to – I mean, if all goes well this year and we got a good car left, I think we're going to try and go again next year. It's only going to be around two, three more years. Right. Like on that big pile of whatever that white stuff is they got there yeah. from drywall or whatever it is. that I think they bought that area. Yeah. Um, but if you've never been down there, it's uh, – it's a cool place. It's okay. not. It's different. You know what I yeah, mean? But, you know, it, was, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. You know, we learned a lot. Uh, I know what to do different next year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the results pan out better. All right. But uh, you know, I we'll see. So All did right. you make a lot of notes when you were down there? Yeah, we tested. We tested very well. But I think we we're just too tight all week, you know. And we finally got it freed up at the end, and uh, then we had some bad luck, and you know, and then it seemed like. Some of it's luck. I mean, they can do a little more to their crate motors, so they can blueprint them and everything. So we're giving up a little. I mean, that's when all things are equal, that's something. But we still weren't fast nice. either. You know what I mean? Sure. We raced well. We qualified well. It's just we didn't pass a lot of cars. I mean, we just were too tight. So I think we'll – yeah, there's a, we got a lot of notes in the notebook, what to do, what not to do. Um, so tell, tell the local guys, because I think most of our, most of our racing – audience is from right around here tell us a little bit expand a little bit more on what you're talking about like when the tide comes in how that affects the racetrack compared to what we run into on a, on a weekend night here yeah a lot of times you'll qualify and you'll race like almost in your feature trim and then later in the night it'll get hammered down heavier <laughs> you know it's like uh, it just yeah that's where we would that's where we would miss it you know yeah. i tighten up like around here you tighten up i mean there's not a lot of, i mean if one thing that this area you know, really teach you is how to drive on a slick racetrack. Right. It, it gets really slippery around here, and that ain't the case down there. Oh, it's uh, it's hammered down oh. wide open, and if there's almost enough room, they just go. They drive a little more aggressive down there. So, I mean, yeah. if I go back down there, I don't think I'll have a new body on the car. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Andy, I want to ask you, uh, I like food. Maybe you haven't noticed. Strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. What's the story? Oh, it's good. It's yeah. good, eh? Yep, it's very good. Strawberry yeah. shortcake, yep. There's a place at the track, then there's also a place we found that's got real good strawberry shortcake. Nice. So, Pat, you like strawberry oh, I shortcake? I love it. Love it. With ice, a little there. extra, they put ice cream on I've it. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard yeah. that. So, no, it, we had a blast. I mean, it was it was one of those things that I've always wanted to do. We got it done, and, you know, yeah. like I said, results didn't pan out, but I, it was fun. So but, tell me about – so so that was obviously you kind of pointed out that was on your bucket list. Yep. What other race would be? So if, so if I came down and, and said, hey, Andy, I like you, buddy. Here's a blank check. I want you to put something to go together to run your dream race yeah. to a bucket list race. Doesn't matter where it is. Where would it be? You know, I think I would, you know, most people would probably say put an old motor in, go to Eldor or something, uh, you know, which that'd be fun to go old motor racing. But I think I would put it with soda motor together and go run, like, back home, like the Red Clay Classic. To win that Red Clay Classic would be the – would be the deal. That's their big, big deal. Big Very race cool. at the end of the year yeah, back yeah. home. And you go there, they got Superior. There's a bunch of stuff in Rice Lake. I've won uh, the Labor Day shootout in Rice Lake with my super stock. I swept the whole weekend there wow. back in the day. Very so cool. that that's a high bank. It's a similar to like a Makokoda. So okay. if somebody said, you know, what do you would you want to do? I'd I'd go I'd buy me a Wasota motor. 
and you know it's different tires and i yeah. go back home and race around that area yeah, very cool. nice and i'd, very I'd cool. still go up there with my open pete parker yeah i mean that's all right i don't need the big fancy holler I, I mean yeah i'd love to have one but you know what uh that Parker's a lot easier to go to the car wash, and you go down a road oh, 90 mile an hour. Andy, you're a man after my heart. You know, I sit there, I look guys like uh, Jeff Morris and Gary Webb come wheeling in. They've yep. got the open trailers. And, you know, I remember as a kid, uh, you know, Mom and Dad, we'd be running down the interstate, and we were usually racing a lot ourselves anyway. But, uh, boy, you'd see a race car on a trailer, and you're yep. like, Dad, I want to go to the races. And today, you know, you got the big old, uh, you know, enclosed haulers and the stacker trailers and the toter homes and all that stuff. But, uh, and I'm not knocking anybody that has that stuff. If you have it, you know, I'm happy for you. Exactly. But uh, it doesn't do anything to attract more people. And what we're trying to do with this show and, you know, what we do with the Mm pay-per-view is attract more people to the sport of racing and grow the sport. And I can see the numbers ticking up. I can see the car counts ticking up. And so, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you to go out and sell your uh, toter and your stacker. And, uh, you know, buy an open trailer. But, mm-hmm. but I really appreciate, you know, seeing Webb, yourself, Morris, people like that roll in with the yep. open trailers. Yep. So. No, it's, uh, like I said, I like I said I wouldn't. I mean, go, when we went down to Florida, a sponsor of mine, bar, I borrowed 28-foot and closed because I didn't want to pull through the salt. But right, right. I mean, that's about the only downfall. If you're going to go south, you almost got to borrow an enclosed trailer because sure. I don't want to pull through the salt. But other than that, it's on and off and car wash. But, yeah, uh. that's. One of my questions was going to be, tell us something that we didn't know about you. When you talked about hockey, you played hockey, Andy. Yep, yep. And, and see, I didn't know that. Uh, what position did you play? Defense. Really? Nice. Yep. No, yeah. I played all the way. It was kind of like travel baseball around here. You know, travel hockey went, you know. Big. It was big, uh, you know, right I've, ever since I could barely walk. I skated all the way up through my squirts, traveled. Uh, Dad coached that all the way up through. Oh, and then good. I went and Very nice. played high school, first team all-conference uh, my senior year. So, yeah, I mean, a little, little younger and slender, me, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you yeah. know, uh, that's impressive. But you know what? So let me tell you, so one of my favorite quotes, I'm a big hockey fan too, even though he's a Red Wings fan. But so, Shane, <laughs> who are, who are some, what's the most famous dancing couple of, like, our parents' generation? Uh, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, right? Okay. So Fred Astaire is commonly known as probably the best male dancer. Yeah. He and and um, and Gene Kelly, probably, right? Right. Right. I heard a quote that I love, and I'm going to apply this to you too here in just a second. Uh, Ginger Rogers would always say that she never got the credit that she deserved because she did everything that Fred Astaire did backwards. Oh. That's one of the things that I love about defensive men is yep. not only are they phenomenal skaters, they do everything backwards. backwards. Oh, yep. no kidding. Yep. Because yep. offense goes this way, defense goes this yep. way. Yeah, so they play the, the play whole game backwards. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's man. right. No, Good I played times. all the way through, and then I coached some kids when I went to college up at Ferris, yeah. uh, some travel teams up there. And I actually coached when I first moved down here, down uh, downtown Davenport there. I Very coached cool. some some of the leagues. It just got to be too busy. But I, it's one thing that I, I don't do anything anymore, but, you yeah. know, I still enjoy the game. It's just oh, no kidding. Just uh, – no time. I know. You know. Yeah, you can only do so much. And I said, man, uh, last year was kind of a weird year with the COVID. And, yep. You know, we opened up at Davenport yeah. Speedway. We got nobody in the stands. You got 165 cars in the pits. And the governor said, hey, you could have 10 pit crew members. Yeah. And so I just thought, uh, wow, I'm glad we got that drive-in property over there on yeah. the other end of the fairgrounds. It was awesome. But 
one of the things I like about Davenport, too, is uh, they're constantly fixing stuff up. You know, yep. they're renovating the bathrooms. They're yep. uh, putting in a new scoreboard. They put the new stage in. Yep. Now they put that new entrance in down on the east yep. end of the property. Yep. And coming next, uh, and, and by the way, they're going to do something else to the road that's there right now. Yeah. You know, they put that ground up. It's a little rough there. going in. A little in rough now. right now. <laughs> a little rough going in. Uh, so... Uh, Beyond that, they're going to put uh, you know a new sound system down the pit area. So yeah. if you're down the pit, your buddy's out there racing, you'll be able to hear me announcing and be able to hear yeah. what's they're, going on on the racetrack. So they're doing great there. I think Sean does a great job, you know, putting back in it. And like yeah. I said, with getting Ricky and Brenda, back, you know, to I mean, promote, was, uh, they're they're true racers at heart. They're doing it because they love racing, not to make money. Right. right. And uh, hopefully they make a little bit so they can keep going. But sure. uh, you know, they're they spend a lot of a lot of time getting that track. You know. And the car count shows. I mean, yeah. you, you provide a good track and a, and a fair racing surface, um, you know, uh, you're going to get cars. And, you know, and it's close to home. It pays well. Yeah, you got to go there. Yeah. Well, yeah. and any time you can get, and I think you talked about it earlier, anytime you can get a nice wide racing yeah. surface with multiple grooves. Yep. And I think most people don't realize the amount of time that goes into track yep. preparation. Yep. So it's nice to hear a tip of the hat. To and, it's a, and it's an educated guess. I mean, you're not going to get right. We don't we don't get the setup right every week, and they're trying stuff every week, and it yeah. was rough. Yeah. It was rough two weeks ago, but you know they had the tractor pull. They tried some stuff, and you know what I do don't you do? Know. It was rough testing there last week, but you know what? what? Uh, Ricky come over. I seen him last night at East Moline. He was over there sheep's footing and working on it last night, right. yesterday afternoon. So, hey, all you can yeah. do is ask him to work on it, and make it better, and you know they are. So yeah. I mean that's yep. all you can ask for. It was. If it was easy, like you say, everybody doing it, the track was the same, and make it easy. It well, would. then it'd make it boring running yeah. the same place every yep. every Saturday or every Friday night. Correct. I get yep. that from a lot of people. They say, oh, you run there, that's the only place that you run. Doesn't that get boring? Non-racers. And it's like, no, yeah. it's a completely different racetrack week that's after right. week. Yeah, I mean, I've won three features this year with three completely different setups, and half the shocks and springs were different. You know what I mean? Wow. But, so that's just, you know, some stuff yeah. that... Nice. I don't know. That's probably hurts me sometimes, but I guess that's the engineer in me. I'm always trying to get something that's dominant. You know, what's good enough is not good enough. You know, that's, that's great. You know, I, you know, that's gotta make just, it right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you always know there's a little more. So, yep. and sometimes it hurts me. I think my wife gets mad at me, but uh, <laughs> hey, I love Cheryl. You know what? Yeah, you know what you do. I like I said I go there to win every week, and sometimes yeah. uh, obviously we don't, but we're gonna try. You know, you're blessed because uh, you look at some of the greats like, uh, you know, Ronnie Whedon and Dee Whedon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at Cheryl. you got a wife that is, I mean, she's 110% into racing. Yep. And, you know, oh, she is. Uh, you don't get uh, the ability to sit behind her up in the stands. Well, but, you'll hear. Oh, my You can God. probably hear her from where <laughs> you're right. at. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. hear her from where I'm down in the infield. Yeah, so. with the cars going around. <laughs> yeah. That's outstanding. Well, she's 100% behind it. I, you know, some days... It's frustrating because it does take away a lot, but you know, deep down, I know she likes it, and and I couldn't, I couldn't do it without her and the support. I mean, because she takes care of a lot of stuff, and I got to go work on the race car. Or, you know, she's at the baseball game tonight, so I can sure. go do stuff like this. But you know, it's a team effort. You know that you know she really, she really supports me on that end. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, That's outstanding. They had a red car. Now you got a black car. What what prompted the change in uh, colors on the car? By the way. I love both the cars. Yep. So, so the red car is I bought that. So I bought that. That was the first XR one I had right there. So Beautiful. the year before, it's a little bit. It was all red, but I bought that car from Blaze Burwell down in uh, Southern Illinois. I bought it okay. used, 
And it's kind of how I can afford to race. You know, I have nice stuff. People probably think, oh, you work at John Deere, you just buy it. Well, yeah. I mean, my my family comes first and racing second, and that's a whole different deal. Like, I'm not going to go broke sure. racing. Yeah. And uh, I traded in, uh, traded my old blue-gray rocket that I actually got from Brady Smith, and I raced that for three years. Oh, That yeah. was the last car that he built out of that shop. His, un his uncle and myself put that together up Solon Springs, and we took wow. all his spare parts out of his hauler, Okay. built that car new, and uh, I helped push his last car on the, when he sold it. So I was okay. the last car out of that shop before he retired, wow. okay. and I raced that car for three years, yep. and then I traded it in down there with a bunch of other parts I had and, and help from great sponsors that we'll go through here a little later. But And, I, and that car was red. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's a red frame, so we made it red. Very you know, cool. and that's so that's where the red came from. And Raleigh Frank always said he went up and down a row with me, you know, uh, racing dairy series there. Oh and, you yeah. Know, you know, Raleigh, red's fast, uh, you know. So uh, and that's that car was fast. That's probably that was probably the best car I had till I got this new car, and I think this new car is a little bit better. You know, these these it, cars are pretty good, and consistent. Now I'm gonna tell you, the red and white car, that car with that color number on it. It was easier for me to see when you're in a pack of cars. Yeah, fluorescent, you, you can't beat fluorescent. You can't beat fluorescent. <laughs> no. and, and a black car looks beautiful, but, but that car was easier for me to pick yeah, out. That, uh, this pops. This pops. And then this. you got a lot of sponsors on there, and yep. I want you to talk about them. Uh, one of them I want to talk about, Scotty Ralph Harris. When did he come on board with you? Two Last year and this year. So this is his second year on board. Uh, his kid, you know, his boy and my boy played uh, – uh, football together, you know, and we okay. had to do homecoming floats and everything down there, you know, oh, and I got man. to know Scott just through that and obviously yeah. seeing him at the track. And yeah, that I tell you what, he, uh, you know, him and his brother, they sure support. I don't know how many cars he's on, but yeah. you go to any one of these tracks around here and you're going to see Relk on a car. I mean, Relk went one, two last night. I know, I know he's a big supporter of Gary, Gary you know, right. so, yeah. uh, and he's on, he's on Hannah's car, you know, yeah. so there was, but no, uh, great people. Like I said, we, Sure. We got to have people like that around because it's it's so expensive to do any more that we need that support. You know. All right. Okay. Yeah. So tell us about uh, your sponsors, Andy. You want to run through that list of sponsors? Yep. So I mean, really start from the top. Uh, Tim and McCleary Excavate, and uh, that's where my father-in-law has worked. I think it's going on his fiftieth year next year. Okay. Uh, but you know, Tim supported um, you know my brother-in-law through his racing, and then he jumped on board and helped us over the last probably five to eight years and okay i mean if it wasn't for tim we would probably not have new race cars or new motors uh okay. he he's uh does very you know he supports us very well and and very kind-hearted you know him and his wife mary and just lost his father this year um so you know that was a that was a bad deal dick always enjoyed coming down uh, and he came down and uh he got to see that that car before he went to florida Good. So nice. he came down, and, and uh, that was a good deal, and he passed away probably about three weeks after that. But right. uh, uh, great sponsor, like I said, great supporter. If it wasn't for him, we couldn't do what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, Phillips Enterprises, so we mentioned Kevin earlier. I uh, got a beautiful shop. I work on that car just down from Burkhoffer's shop there on uh, Highway 61. Okay. Um, you know, he provides, a like I said, a great shop. He drives a hauler sometimes. And like I said, he just purchased that car that fred rimley's driving so we've got two late models in that shop now so it's kind of neat you know fred and i started out together now we're back racing out of the same shop Very again cool. so that's fun that's great. but no i mean kevin jamie and you know misty everybody down there his family you know and rail and they all 
they all jump in and I, like sure. I said that's that's huge because I don't have to have I didn't have a big garage at my old house I have a decent size at my new house but um, it's not big cars in the garage you know well. but it's not yeah but it's not enough to race out of and I mean I've got a, a lift down there and I mean it you're I got a yeah. whole sheet metal room to do bodies I mean it's a, sure. it's a class act place very you know so I mean that's nice and then concrete place service placing they sponsored uh, here what, two weeks, weeks ago, ago. they yeah. got the big pump trucks uh, you know Chris and, and his family they're a big supporter they helped purchase one of our previous rockets from Brady so a huge supporter of ours for the our uh, boys are friends and graduating together but they're a huge supporter of our program if it wasn't for them you know we couldn't do what we're doing so sure. uh, we really sure, appreciate cool. them you know Cal code out of uh, Dubuque or Cheryl Iowa so Ross okay. and you know he He's the owner of Jeff Tharp's car. I ran that 10N car right. a little bit, so right. that was his other car. He supports us, you know, so he does a great job for us. My brother-in-law, Stefan, does cam wrap, so he puts the he puts the wrap on. Have you seen that new car this year? It doesn't pop on the track as much as we'd like, but if you notice that, that whole wrap's reflective. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's To amazing. me, it looks beautiful. You know, it's it looks awesome, uh, but I'm a fluorescent guy. I mean, I like it, but I like it to pop, but it's neat. It The whole... He cussed putting it on the whole thing. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, because you gotta heat everything with that, with that reflective. But I mean, it was it's cool. I mean, he, yeah. I'll put him up against it anyway. He does a great job making my cars look sharp. I mean, sure. it just, uh, and I'm kind of, I'm very picky, so it's like I don't know how many reiterations we go through because I like my uh, stuff a certain know. way. But you know, ain't nothing wrong with that, right, Kelly? But he, yeah. uh, but he does a great job. You know, and then we talk about Scotty Relk. Uh, he came on board a few years ago. You know, great supporter. Then CRE, so Kurt up there, he's a rocket dealer up out of Tiffin. Uh, you know, there's a tight niche of us that work together himself, uh, Jeff Tharp and myself. We all got rocket cars, and there's not a lot of us that have them around here. So uh, we work real close together, and we do a lot of testing. We were up there testing, uh, you know, last Tuesday, I think, at Davenport. And then when Mark was in town, we did some testing with the rocket guys. But okay. uh, big supporter, you know, he helps us out a lot. Uh, you know, just it's nice to have – bounce ideas off of you know sure so. very cool and then uh so arrow concrete's another one of uh, chris jepson's company he's he's uh, like i said supports us very well green buick gmc in davenport uh jim and the crew up there uh if you need a vehicle they've always they'll treat you right if they sure. can get one in here lately there's yeah, a shortage. One. yeah so we, we got a new pickup coming to haul that parker trailer but they said it might not be in for six months but but we'll pull her with the old 07 until it comes in. But, you know, uh, Todd over at Dynamic Power, you know, like I said, Todd, the best. Todd treats us uh, you, second to none on service. I mean, you, you you know, if you need something, I know we were racing for that championship at Makoka done. Man, we run those, we ran those five, we won those five races in a row. Sure. In Davenport, we were going to win that, you know, there were four in a row. We were going to win that fifth, and we broke a camshaft lead. Oh, we wow. went home, pulled that camshaft out right in the, right in the car, shoved the cam in, and went up and won a Makoka that night. You know what I mean? I mean? That, so that's I mean, unbelievable. So that I mean, unreal. there's I mean, we lucked out that it broke where it did, but not sure. most motor shops are going to come out to your shop, put a cam yeah. in on a Saturday, and then we went up there and win the race. So I mean, uh, you know, you need something. It's quick turnaround. Uh, they treat us well. Like I said, it'll probably be over there this week getting valve springs put on. So we're lucky to have Todd in town. Yeah, so we're lucky, right, with the with the crate reputation. rebuilders. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, Griffiths Construction. So Stacy up there uh, by Iowa City, he's actually gave us one of the carburetors we got on the car. Now he races too, and then he also gave us a trailer to go down in uh, Florida. Okay. So you know that was that was a huge uh, blessing to get the car down there. Uh, 
Rich Peak with storage to go. The outhouse, he's been on cars for years. He's helped me for years. Yeah. Uh, you know, great supporter of our program. He does my taxes to keep me, keep my racing in line. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, we all need anymore. It's so, it's so expensive. You have to run it as a business, but you, you have to, to you, you want to make sure that you keep Uncle Sam off your back. So, uh, you know, Sam's auto sales. So, old Superman Sam down there, you know, he's, he's racing, but, you know, Sam he was down. Halstead. Yep, Sam yeah. Halstead. You Superman know, he's got Sam. the. He's got the car car lot down there, you know, in Mount Pleasant, and he had a bunch of those tires from last year. He went down and raced, okay. and then this year he couldn't go. A lot of them were, like, brand new. He says, you know what? I would say, well, I'll buy some from you because I didn't want to buy all new ones. He says, you know what? Just come down, get them, put the name on the car. So, I mean, oh, man, give us – so, yeah, that. so, I mean, wow. that, that cut our tire bill drastically. Way so, I mean, for testing, we could run old tires, and a lot of the stuff was, like, new. We ran them, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, so that helped. He jumped on board this year. Pat at Fast Shafts. Right. Um, you know, he's been a great supporter for gears and drive shafts and everything. I mean, you order a drive shaft now, you'll have it in the morning. You know oh. what I mean? You can't. Awesome. Zero failures. You know, I mean, it's, sure. he's, you know, that rocket chassis. I mean, Mark, Steve Baker, everybody out there, they. Uh, can't beat him. We talked a little bit before the program. I mean, those guys, if you don't know Mark. You, you know, you kind of think that sometimes he could be standoffish, but when he's at the track, he's there to win. And I'll tell you what, the, those guys would do anything for you. We went out and built that car, and it was like, hey, whatever you need. The one guys were down there helping us put it. We put that whole car together in less than about five hours at that shop. Oh, that's yeah. impressive. And I had a lot of stuff. You know, they put the body on it, but I had a lot of stuff prepped, and we brought it out there. Jeff Tharp and myself went out there. But you know what? They just all come, and boom. I mean, we had that car rolling. And, you know, in no time, shocks were rebuilt. I mean, we could have went on the road that night, but we just hung out. And, you know, Mark took us out to supper that hang night. Hang on a minute, Andy. Donnie Patask is asking, will you show us the rocket handshake? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, him and his master built. <laughs> but, no, they – I figured there had to be a story. Yeah, there had to be a story. You there. know, but – those guys treat us well. Like I said, I, I, I like my master builds, but, I, you know, I've been in rocket cars now since 2015. And, oh, man. And they've been, like I said, they're, you can call them up. They might not get back to you right away. They're busy, but you know what? They'll always get back to you, sure. and they'll always very supportive. And actually, the crew chief for that one car, Danny White, he's from Dubuque. Uh, somebody you know. on here uh, said, uh, how about a purple and yellow throwback for your next uh, red clay chassis? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was – there's one on there. Like right. my old, we had one up yep, there. There's yeah. some old purple – yep. But, you know, Never so they, they've been great. Yeah. Swift Springs, you know, we've got a lot of Swift Springs on there. We've had great luck with Frank and okay. TMR. Tyler Madigan up there, he's helped us with some stuff up there in Dubuque. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's a team effort. Like Jason Strong, you know, his wife Tanya. Uh, but Jason, there's many nights that I'm at baseball games or he's off a lot of Fridays. Sure. For many of these Fridays, he gets down or gets the car done. I didn't even work on it from the week before. Oh, between moving – I got a new job at work, and we've been busy, and then baseball. I mean, if it wasn't, you know, for him, I mean, there's there's no way we could we could race. I mean, there's just – I'm very particular. I don't go to the track unless we go through the whole race car. And, and he it. knows he knows what he needs to do, he, and I, I know what I need to do, and we work well together, you know what right. I mean? So it's it's great that – and my father-in-law, Steve, you know, comes with too. He does, he does a great do job. It. Or – he ramrods the project to keep my wife busy, to keep my wife happy at home. So I mean, it's a trade-off. I Don't think give he'd out rather, all your secrets now. He'd be re he'd probably be better at the racetrack, but he's over there taking one for the team a lot of times. Oh, so, good uh, man. But, you Andy, know. if people want to see something about uh, Andy Nazworski and read up about the race team, you have a Facebook page. Yeah, we have a Nazworski Racing Facebook page that 
we need to do better on keeping up to date. Uh, sure. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of old pictures. That's probably where they pulled some. I've got pictures yeah. of old street stock on there. Sure. Some of my old, some of my old supers, and you know, we try to put, you know, uh, some pictures. You know, keep people updated. I know it's it's a good deal at social media. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that follow that my parents say that my godparents is like, oh, sure. how do you know? It's uh, we try to keep it updated as much as we can. You okay. Know, but. Well, you know, that's all good to hear. So, hey, I got an uh, ad I got to read here. Uh, here we go. Again, a big thank you needs to go out to Aquaman Power Washing for supporting today's episode. The Aquaman American sale is until July 12th, and all their services are 25% off. And remember to mention Done Right or the True Grit Podcast and get an additional 10% off. The Aquaman Power Washing, applying the pressure. Check them out on Facebook. Or call 563-594-8030. That number again is 563-594-8030. So, any closing remarks, Pat? Uh, glad to be back, Shane. Uh, please make sure that you like and share. Uh, share it on social media. Also, check out uh, Andy's uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Mizwerski Racing. And uh, let's keep it rolling. Yeah. Uh, the big boss man, Kelly. Now, we were talking about fluorescent numbers, and I, it, what it brought to mind was uh, uh, Garrett's car when they put that fluorescent orange 59 on it, and it was, you know, uh, Jeremiah's car at the time had the white 58, right. and I personally, but I don't count for anything, I love that. I'm a fluorescent guy. Yeah, it looks that good. That fluorescent 59 looks real it good. Pop, it yeah. fits. It fits yeah, well. Cam yeah. did my truck, too, so he, he does. He does great work. Yeah, I think the fluorescent makes it pop. It does. Oh, for sure. Especially now, when you ran second the other night. Speaking it's of that, are the Team Dunright cars going to be in town for Thursday show? I think so. NHL? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, Maya's car got banged up uh, the other night. He took a pretty good hit. So, But I think they're pretty close to it. I think they're trying to make the, the Thursday show in Davenport. All right. And, of course, Andy, we're going to be running IMCA late models, so you will be there. Yep. Yeah, busy weekend. We're going to run there, and then the plan is – to get through there, we're going to go to uh, Donaldson both nights and then back to East Moline on Sunday. So four, uh, hey, that's four nights in a row. Time. I haven't done that in a while. We've been kind of slacking, only going one or two nights a week. But And, Kelly, we're going to have the Dunright TV crew down at uh, Donaldson both nights. We'll be in, yeah, we got a busy week, too. We're going to be Donaldson both nights, 34 Raceway, uh, Dubuque, East Moline, and then Independence on Tuesday, the 6th. Wow. For a big 7,200 to win late model race. That's going to be something so else. So there's, there's stuff on our Facebook, and we'll be sharing a bunch more stuff for that, too. So, All Very right. Cool. Well, hey, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to this show. Andy, thank you so much for coming on. It's been, uh, you know, a real good interview. We will get your show, this show we uh, finished tonight, okay. posted on your page. Okay, sure. So anybody wants to uh, check it out that didn't get a chance to watch the show tonight, go out to Andy's page and uh, check it out. And with that being said, I appreciate you I'm guys. your host. I appreciate you having yeah. me on, though. Like, thanks for having us. I appreciate thanks what you guys coming. are doing with, uh, like, promoting dirt track racing. Yeah. I think uh, it's great you guys are doing it. It's great that you guys are, you know, uh, videoing. It helps my parents seven, eight hours away well, to see it's it. It's a team effort, man. You know, like and I can say that. I really appreciate it because we got to keep building the sport. Absolutely. We will. Just want to, like, say the same thing to my guy, you know, you guys and my wife and kids. You know, Lily, I've never mentioned her. She hasn't been on there yet. So. Yeah, that's Lily, right. Lily, she's been playing ball too. So, but uh, just want to thank uh, thank all you guys. Yeah, appreciate all my Thanks, sponsors man. and everybody. Well, hey, we're gonna keep doing what we do behind the scenes, and you know that's what we're all about. We're just out here trying to help build the sport, try to get more people to the racetrack, and 
You know, one thing I like about their track racing, Andy, is is it's a family affair. So, yep. you know, when I see Andy at the racetrack, I know Cheryl's up in the grandstands. And, I mean, if you literally walk through the whole pit area, I mean, it's it's a family affair. Pat, yep. your family. That's right. Uh, you know, hung around the sport. My family hung around the sport. And, you know, it's something that I really enjoy. So, with that being and, said. And hold on here. Yeah. Somebody needs to bring that strawberry shortcake from East Bay up here. Yeah, that's right. That hey, is ridiculous, man. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah, unreal. I see, I see Kelly knew it, too. I was there. He was right. there, yeah. I, was there. I walked right in, and first guy yeah. I seen, Kelly was walking around <laughs> with his dog. That is unbelievable. Yeah, that's okay. no joke about yeah. that strawberry shortcake. Uh, so, Kelly, after you ate all that strawberry shortcake at <laughs> East Bay, you come back here, and that's why you're going to the gym That's now. why I'm back <laughs> in the gym. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a downward cycle again, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> Got to get, get ready for speed weeks again, yeah, right? right. Yeah. That's right. Speedos oh. and speed week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Pat, that's about it. Uh, we'll see you guys next Monday night, 7 o'clock. We'll be at Davenport Speedway Thursday night. I will be, and then, of course, we'll be two days. We're going to be at Donaldson, and Kelly went through that schedule. Check it all out on uh, Dunright TV on YouTube, on Facebook, and uh, we're glad you tuned in. Pat? Another great show, buddy. Look forward to uh, 4th of July weekend. Lots of racing in store. All right. I'm looking forward to those fireworks at Danport Speedway Thursday and no night. R word. All right. We're done. We're done with rain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, All right. Uh, we'll be seeing you guys around the track. Good night.